I wanted to start by saying this. I'm very, very happy to bring you more on this story because that means things are happening. In this case, it's another phone call from John Skelton. I've received many messages from people who are unhappy that we continue to talk about and with John Skelton. And we understand why you might take issue. Please know that we hear and see your frustrations. Tandy talked about this issue on Facebook very recently. She said, Yes, there are some episodes that have John Skelton and also his family in them. Some have expressed anger that Channel 4 is giving them attention. But from my standpoint, it's not giving him or them attention. It's letting him and them speak their own views on the past seven years. For me, by John Skelton and his family doing so, it shows how truly off the wall their theories and accusations are. By listening, you will hear the backstory before November of 2010. It will give you an in-depth look at the past seven years of our life, myself and my family, of having my three sons, Andrew, Alexander, and Tanner, go missing. After listening, please share to your page so more can hear our story. Law enforcement believe the more who hear, the greater chance someone who may have seen something but didn't realize it will connect the dots and come forward with what they do know. Thank you, and always have hope. Those are Tanya's words. And as you've heard me say before, it's important to tell the whole story. So that's what I intend to do. Right now, the newest information we have are John's words. His answers to questions that WDIV's Sandra Ali is asking him. If you've made it this far, you heard his first talk with Sandra back in episode 11. And it was fascinating. When he called again, Sandra pulled no punches and asked the tough questions, thinking this might be our final shot with him. John seemed emotional at times. He seemed vulnerable. But when he started things off, it sounded like the John that we've come to know. Where did you go that morning? Oh, no, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't go anywhere. Someone else had my, had my vehicle. I didn't go anywhere. You didn't. Sandra's okay. asking John about the Black Friday morning drive. Police say John's cell phone registered in or around Holiday City, Ohio. John sticks to his story, saying that trip never happened. When I, when I woke up to go to my, to go to my aunt's, my cell phone was in in the car, and uh, I had someone staying with me that they were uh, they they left early. So I can only imagine they 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 left. They they went. That's that's. They went to Holiday City. I didn't even know about Holiday City until. Uh, the FBI told me. Oh, really? When I was in the hospital. Yeah, I didn't even. I, I didn't even. I, I thought it was weird. I didn't. I don't remember leaving my phone in my car. Oh, so someone oh. else took the car with the phone in it and then went there, and then that's why it picked up that the phone was there. Right. So that's the only explanation I have. I just didn't. I didn't even know that they had. They had. They had left. Until the FBI told me. Oh, you didn't know that that family member had left. Yeah. Was it your your uncle? No, I went to see my aunt at like seven seven thirty. I couldn't find my phone, and I was like, "Well, hell with it. I'm gonna go." And it was in the it was in my uh, cup holder. Oh. Like, but so who so who had your van? Oh, just. 
someone. Okay. Like a girlfriend yeah, that, or something. Yeah, this, yeah, someone I didn't want to, don't want to say. So it was some someone, you let someone borrow your van? I didn't know that they had had, had my van. You know, they took it out. Oh, did someone... But I just told you, I didn't know that they had left until, you know, I didn't know that they took my my van or, or, or my phone until the FBI told me. Uh, I don't know. I was in the hospital. I don't know when they told me. Mm-hmm. Do you, so someone someone stole it? Like, basically, someone you know took it without you letting them? Yeah, but I, I mean... They had to go somewhere. They had to go somewhere. So, was someone was someone staying with you? Was it that the girlfriend yeah, at the time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joanne. Um. Well, it was in her party. Yeah, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't her. Once again, John is talking about Joanne Taylor, saying he had a relationship with this woman. Police and FBI could never find a Joanne Taylor that knew John Skelton. Oh, okay. Someone who was with her. Oh, I didn't know she was. I didn't know she was staying with you during Thanksgiving. They uh, they came and went. You know, they were they were. Sometimes they, you know, they would leave and and. and uh, mhm. You know, so I mean, it, and this was a that was a one-time thing, staying over overnight. John has maintained his belief that Tanner, Alexander, and Andrew are fine. He says they're with the group or family they're supposed to be with. And group or family, that seems to change with each retelling of the story. But his point is, the boys are fine. These people who have them are taking care of them, according to John, making sure they're safe and sound. You said that you think the boys are okay, like they, that no one would have, would have harmed them, like if in that other family, their, their new family. I mean, do you think if, you know, if you found out that they were hurt, what would you, what would, what should happen to the person who, who hurt them? Oh, I, uh, if I found out and I, I found out, I'd probably end up back in here because I, I'd hurt them. So you think that that, that person who, you know, God forbid, you know, ever hurt them, they should be hurt. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John says he's given the police every bit of information he possibly can. I've told them everything that I... Everything that I can remember, I've tried, you know, I've helped, I've been cooperating. Uh, I... Done everything that I can, and, and that I've told them things that I, I, I remembered. Uh, uh, so I mean, it's not like I'm just. You have one minute remaining. It's not like I'm saying, you know, to heck with you. I'm, you know, it's your problem, not mine. I've been, I've been helping them. I mean, but cooperate, you... trying to do something. You've been trying. I mean, John, did you hurt the boys to get back at Tanya? 
I didn't hurt them at all. Did you want to get back at Tanya for no. everything she had done? No, just like I told you, I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't do anything to try to hurt Tanya. I still love Tanya. It was my mom who told me I had to stop saying that. Why did your mom tell you you had to stop saying that? I don't know. Maybe she thought it sounded stupid, ridiculous, or made me look like an idiot. You don't have any more information to help police to help you get out of... Thank you for using GTL. He's getting... I wonder if he's going to call. Mm-hmm. And that's why he spent so much time talking. Sandra was pressing a bit, pushing to see if John would give. John doesn't like to lose control or feel like he's on the defensive. At least, that's what we've been told. So, with that in mind, Sandra figured if John calls back, she would push relatively hard here and see what happens. It was starting to feel like John might grow tired of these exchanges, and we didn't know when he would pull the plug. Kind of felt like it was a now-or-never moment. Do you think you're going to get out of prison? Um, yes and no. I have an outgate. November 30th of 2025. Uh, I'm up for parole in 2020. Um, But I don't know, I have this feeling that the day that I max out to walk out of here, there'll be cops to arrest me for to pin something else on me. Something else like what? Uh, I don't know. Some other charge relating to the same to the same case. I, I have no idea. Or, 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 the, or the FBI will arrest me and I'll have to go through federal court mm-hmm. for the same thing since double jeopardy apparently doesn't apply between state and federal. So you think well, you probably will never get out? I don't know. I don't know. I hope I do. I mean, uh, 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 I'm planning on it, but... Do you, uh, you know, you mentioned your mom. Do your parents know where the boys are? Uh, I, don't, I don't believe so. I don't, I don't, either if, if they have, they haven't uh, let me know that they've gotten any, any information, any calls or anything like that. My dad said he's been talking to uh, Brewer, so. Oh, he has? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's talked to him few times or something like that. So. John would say his family believes he's telling the truth. He knows that. But he also knows his mom and dad don't agree with the way he handled this situation. If you had to do this all over again, what would you do differently? I'd let more people know. I wouldn't burn all my evidence, any contacts, any, you know, any evidence whatsoever. I wouldn't have burned that. Uh, I would have I would have gotten all you know, my parents involved, asked them what I should, you know, if I should really do this. If uh, ask them, you know, if there's any other things that I could do. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I, I probably would have done a lot of things different, I suppose. You would have asked your parents for help. Right. Or at least let them know what I was going to do and this is who I was contacting. And, uh, do you no. think you think your mom would have talked you out of it? Probably. Or maybe come Probably. up with or maybe come up with another plan to help. Well, there was like uh, I told you before, there was a plan, and it made me feel. <laughs> You know, I, I guess, you know, anxious, anxiety, or, you know, I felt like that was not the thing to do. Because members, they were coming up Wednesday and they wanted to take me down to Florida. Remember me telling right. you that? You told me that your, your mom said you could live there, I mean, pretty much for free with the boys. Well, they said that they would move me, they would move me down there, but I had to go now. I had to decide right then and there if I was, you know... By Wednesday, if I was going to go, and they were going to move me down to Florida. And but then what happened? Then Tanya said she didn't want to go. No, 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 no. So what happened? So, wait, I don't, so your mom said huh? she would move, move you and the boys down, I thought. No, me. Oh, just you. And I wasn't going to leave my kids. No. I had talked to Tanya prior to, you know, us even uh, divorcing or separating about About Florida. Florida. I wanted to go down there, yeah. We could rent out the house or, you know, but... We would be living down there at, at my dad's shop. You know, we'd have a house down there. Right. And you said she said no because of the, the sex offender laws in Florida. Right. Because she was afraid of waking up in the morning and having picket signs in her yard. Right. Telling her to move out or whatever, you know. So I didn't realize your mom said that she would just move you down. Do you, you wish you had done that? No. That wasn't an option for me. It felt like I was running out of time. Because I, I couldn't live there. And I couldn't hold a job. And you felt like you were running out of time? Uh, I, know, I felt like I was running out of options. Yeah. I mean, because I'm just thinking, you know, Florida, had you listened to your mom, you would have been without the boys and now you're without the boys. So it's like either way, you're not seeing the boys. You're not with them. I mean, at least that option, you would not be in prison. Yeah, well, I, if, uh, you know, by... It, it wasn't. It wasn't do one of the two options. No, that's that's not what it was. So I wouldn't have been without the boys. I just did the wrong thing. When you say you did the wrong thing, what do you mean? 
you should have chosen? I should have. I I should have not. I, I should have not. I should not have done what I did. I should have just lost my voice. What do you mean? Well, <laughs> I I would have just I should have just you know lived without my my boys and went. Probably would have been the best thing that you know go to Florida and sit out with it. You mean you should have left and just lived alone in Florida, like? I mean, I, that's what you want me to say, right? No, 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 no. I'm asking you what I'm asking you what you're feeling because you you said that's what you should have done is just left. I had no choice. Tandy took my sons. And she got, you know, uh, that, that bogus judge. Uh, was There was no impartiality. There was, you know, an ex parte orders or uh, a disgusting uh, perversion of law. So... And, you know, uh, because I've got a penis, I have uh, no claim to my kids. Uh, so. So you, so uh, you feel you were going gonna... to have equality. <laughs> so you feel like you were going to lose, you were in a lose-lose situation. Uh, yeah, I lost, I had already lost my kids. I had already lost my kids. Tanya stole my kids. I'm just oh, a bogus judge who didn't know all the facts. But because she's got a I lost my kids. So I'm just thinking I'm I'm thinking this through, right? You would have at least still been able to see them sometimes. I wasn't sure about that. I didn't have any visitation. It, it, it was... But you, right, you didn't have any visitation, but Tanya was still letting you, you know, you had them. Like, she was still letting you see them from time to time. <laughs> from time to time, on her terms, you know. But which, now you don't get to see, no. but now you, you, you don't get to see them or anyone else at all. Like I said, I did the you know, I did the wrong thing for the right reasons, the wrong way. So how and would you? One of those things that at the time I was willing to pay the price, so I did. So you, going back, if you had to do this all over again, you're saying you would ask your parents for another solution. You'd ask your parents for help. Yeah, I would have. I would have told them the situation, told them what I planned to do, who, with, what, why, and I would have waited till they got up here so that they could meet 
so they could meet these uh, the people who came. Yeah, Joanne and probably even take pictures of them. Well, I mean, so we have some kind of a, a record. I wouldn't have, and that would have caused me not to. Uh, uh, you know, and, and if, uh, once we change one thing, I can't tell you that I wouldn't have done this, this, or this, or this, because, I mean, it, I, I don't know what would happen. Right. But I would have waited until at least Wednesday when my parents got up there. And and then we could have... Yeah. You, they could have been in, They could have been involved in your involved. plan. Involved. Yeah, so that uh, everyone doesn't, you know, wouldn't call me a... Uh, 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 a liar. Mm-hmm. You know what's so weird, though? You know what's so weird is, why is it that it's so hard to find Joanne? I mean, I don't know why. Why is the FBI having such a hard time finding Joanne? Well, like my dad said, it's probably a, su- you know, it's a pseudonym. So. Oh, you think she gave you a fake name? Uh, you know, the pseudonym, it was, you know... Uh, Something and that's why when when oh. Brewer came with with uh, uh, Mose Gingrich, which was the guy's name, I believe the fight and told you that. Oh, Mose Gingrich! No, you told me when I came to visit you. Remember? Uh, you told me that guy. I that... just told him a name. I I didn't tell you his name. I just told it that I told them. I told Brewer. A name of a person that I would be contacting to try to, you know, get on the trail of my boys. Right, because they gave you I a picture. I never told picture. you his name. Oh, I thought you said that his name was Mose Gingrich and they gave you a picture of him and said, this is the guy, if you find yeah. him, he'll lead you to the family. Right. But I never told you his name. I just told you that, you know, they, 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 they gave me a picture of him. Oh, okay. I thought you told me Underground Sanctuary, and then that was his name. Right. But, yeah, no, I never told you his name. So if you knew his name already, you probably have already been talking to Brewer. <laughs> no, no, no. You mentioned his name when I came when I came to visit you. You have one minute remaining. Well, it's time for me to go because I've got I've to showers and stuff. So. And Thank you for using GTL. And that's the end. So that's now two conversations with John Skelton. And it seems like he's really opened up to us. He's telling us things that we've definitely never heard before. And maybe nobody's ever heard before. Which got me thinking, has anyone heard this stuff before? Well, as always, there's only so much investigators can tell me. Lead investigator Jeremy Brewer can only tell me so much, as you know. But he was willing to concede this much about the phone calls with Sandra. He says, quote, John Skelton continues to never answer the tough questions. For years, he has skirted direct questions by the state police, and now he is doing the same with the media. Everyone involved with this investigation wants to bring the boys home, and it's sad that John Skelton doesn't share the same sentiment. John continues to lie and deceive. He's a narcissist, and this is very evident in his conversations with Sandra Ali. 
His world is closing in, and yet he cannot find it within himself to be man enough to be the father he claims to be. I will not stop until we know where the boys are, and John needs to get this through his head. I will be forever in his world until he does the right thing. End quote. Only time will tell what happens from this point, but we will continue to push and press for answers when we can. We will also continue to update you whenever possible. I appreciate you sticking with us. For more information, go to shatteredpodcast.com. Until next time.